For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, Raider Nation, and welcome to another edition of the Believe in Raiders podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dennis Ackerman. The Raiders' disappointing play down the stretch continues. They get blown out at home by the Indianapolis Colts, 44-27. The Silver and Black have lost three out of four and fall to seven and six. The crazy thing is, if the Baltimore Ravens lose Monday night to the Cleveland Browns, the Raiders still control their own destiny. But right now, they're not playing like a playoff team, especially on defense. And they don't look like a playoff team either. Despite everything we've heard from players and coaches, this is just like last year all over again, Raider Nation. The Raiders started the season 6-4, and four, lost five out of the last six, finished seven and nine. Listen to some of the numbers from today. The Raiders' defense allowed 37 points. I can't count the pick six against them. They gave up 456 total yards. Over 200 rushing yards for the second straight week. The defense allowed the Colts to score on seven of their eight drives. I mean, it's next to impossible to win a game with stats like that. And apparently John Gruden agrees because he fired defensive coordinator Paul Gunther. I know Raider Nation has been clamoring for that. They finally got their wish. First-year defensive line coach Rod Marinelli will serve as the interim D.C. to finish out the season. In his first three seasons as defensive coordinator for the Raiders, Gunther's unit ranked near the bottom of every defensive category. Now, Gruden wasn't available after the announcement, but here's what he said earlier following his defense's uninspiring effort. Well, obviously, we only have a few days left. We're running out of time, running out of players. Farrell went down again today early. Um, I don't want to make any excuses. Abram went down. Jeff Heath's not here. We miss Arnett. We miss a lot of players, but um, we got stuck on some blocks. Uh, we misfit some runs, and uh, we paid for it big time. But um, we had no answer today, and uh, we better find some answers. And, and as soon as I'm done here, we'll start searching. Well, it might be a little too late to find some answers at this point of the season. Or the simple answer is, this is a bad defense. I mean, there's just no way to sugarcoat it or slice it any other way. And the fact is, the guys are missing or getting hurt. I mean, come on. Every team is dealing with injuries at this time of year. I mean, what's the old adage? Next man up? Well, for the Raiders, the next man up isn't very good and isn't playing very well. I mean, I know the offense had its issues today as well. Three times they had the ball in the red zone and came away with six points. Two field goals, 
and a turnover. That's 15 points they left off the scoreboard. Could it have made a difference? Absolutely. They also had three turnovers overall. And another pick six, which wasn't Derek Carr's fault. It bounced right off the hands of running back Jalen Richard into a Colts defender. I think the good news is the Raiders don't have long to sit around and think about this one. They host the Chargers Thursday night, and the Bolts are coming off a win at home against the Atlanta Falcons. When asked about the playoffs, Gruden said the focus should be on the Chargers, not the postseason. We got a short week. We got uh, we got to find some uh, players that are healthy. We got to make some some real improvements, and uh, we got to get ready for the Chargers. We can't worry about the playoffs and who's winning and losing around the league. We got to take care of our business. Uh, I don't want to hear any more playoff questions. We got to take care of our business. Try to find a way to win our eighth football game. The Raiders are currently three point favorites against LA, and I'm not really sure I understand why, but they are. Now, they were three-point underdogs to the Colts, and I was a little bit surprised by that number. I thought maybe it was going to be a pick or perhaps the Raiders are going to be favored by a point. Well, I guess I should have paid more attention to the odds makers. They know what they're doing. Heck, maybe the Colts should have been favored by a touchdown. You know, Raider Nation, the NFL regular season has just three weeks left. And college football, conference championship time there. And the college basketball season is underway. And that's not all. The NBA tips December 22nd. So much sports. So many games. So if you feel like putting a little cash down, then Raider Nation, you need to check out betonline.ag. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today. And take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, time to hand out some grades. And it seems like lately nothing but bad report cards. Let's start with the offense. Quarterback Derek Carr threw for 316 yards and a pair of touchdowns but was intercepted twice, including the pick six. It's the second time in three weeks Carr's throwing one. But as I said earlier, it wasn't his fault. Wide receiver Nelson Aguilar and tight end Foster Moreau had touchdown receptions in the first half, but the Raiders' offense simply couldn't keep up with Indy as they marched up and down the field with very little resistance. Heck, who are we kidding? There was no resistance from the Raiders' defense today. You know, I tweeted this out at halftime. The Raiders were going to have to score 38 points if they had any, any chance of winning. Well, obviously, they didn't come close to that number, and it still wouldn't have been enough. I mean, I think the Raiders' offense has to feel so much pressure to score every possession because there's no way to trust the defense right now. I don't know anyone who has any confidence in the team's D right now. Now, I know the Raiders on offense did have a few issues, as I mentioned earlier. Three trips to the red zone, just six points. And it took a great interception in the end zone on a pass intended for Darren Waller and the Raiders trailing by three. Then Indy cashed in on the turnover, marching right down the field and getting a field goal out of that drive. And that was a six-point swing right before halftime. And I thought that really hurt. I thought it might be tied at half. 
Or heck, maybe if the Raiders had scored there, they might have been up at the half. But another problem is these turnovers are starting to mount. I mean, in the last three games, the Raiders have turned it over 10 times. 10. I mean, in the fourth quarter, the Raiders trailed by two scores. And on a simple swing pass to the reliable Hunter Renfro, he coughed it up. Colts recover. They add on to their lead. Get a field goal out of it. It was the 13th fumble the Raiders have lost this year. And that ties the Dallas Cowboys for the most in the league. Here's Carr breaking down his two turnovers. I don't want to say anything else except on that first pick that that's one of the best defensive plays I've ever seen in person in my life. Especially, I'm not going to get into his rules on the coverage and these kind of things. I just want to tip my cap uh, 23. You know, I, I, he knows how I feel about him. Uh, but that play he made was spectacular, to say the least, especially with the coverage they were playing, how he played it. Um, pretty, pretty spectacular. The second one, uh, I got to throw, I, I throw it more accurately, um, you know, put it in between his numbers so he doesn't have to turn and run with it. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, it, it sucks. I, I judge it based on decision-making and accuracy, uh, at, like I do all things. With Trent Brown back in the lineup at right tackle, I thought the Raiders did a really nice job of holding up the pocket for Carr. The O-line didn't allow a sack, and the final stat sheet showed the Colts hit Carr just twice. I know the Raiders were hoping the run game would rebound this week with the return of Josh Jacobs along with Brown, but no dice. The Raiders were averaging around 70 yards a game over the last three weeks, and it was a little bit better today, but nothing to write home about as it produced 79 yards on 22 carries, which is less than four yards a rush. I mean, if you look at the last four games, the Raiders' offense has become one-dimensional during this slide. And I'm not sure if it's because they're playing from behind a lot or the O-line has worn down as the season has gone along or if Jacobs isn't 100%. Or you know what? Maybe it's just a combination of all of them. Here's Raiders quarterback Derek Carr pretty much summing up how the team and Raider fans feel following this game. It breaks your heart. You know, you lose a game like that, it breaks your heart. Um, you know, when you when you need a win uh, against a team you're battling with for a playoff spot and you don't get it, it really rips your heart out. So um, you, it is what it is. You can't, you can't get it back. But just like this game <laughs> – you know, typically, unless it's the last week of the season and that's it, uh, you have to play another one. And in our case, we have another one on Thursday. And so I, I need to go, I need to get home and start preparing for that game. It's, that's my job. It's what I have to do. And, uh, you know, you have to get ready uh, with a good, solid Charger team uh, that took us down to the wire last time. You know, we got to be ready to play. We got to be ready to bring it uh, as they come to us. The Raiders had 424 total yards of offense and were 8 for 12 on third downs. But with the turnovers and the lack of production in the red zone, I'll give them a C. Okay, now to the defense. And it's pretty easy to sum up their performance. Embarrassing. It is. And it has been. I mean, the numbers speak for themselves today. 37 points allowed. 456 total yards allowed, 212 rushing yards allowed, including 150 by rookie Jonathan Taylor, who also had a 62-yard touchdown run. 
Taylor came into this game averaging about 50 yards a game for the season. He tripled that total. The Colts were 8 for 11 on third downs. That's nearly 80%. I mean, Indy averaged nearly 8 yards a play. I mean, think about that. That's a first down every two snaps. The Raiders committed five defensive penalties that resulted in Colt first downs. By the way, the Raiders committed six penalties for the game. And you guessed it, all against the defense. I mean, the one I couldn't believe was Trayvon Mullen's holding call on third and 15 when the Raiders had actually forced the Colts to punt. Why are you holding on third and 15? I mean, I know the Raiders were excited to get safety Jonathan Abram back in the lineup. And what did he do in the first quarter? Commit a silly and stupid personal foul. I mean, it it occurred way after the play was over. That's his fifth of the season. Jonathan, you think they're keeping an eye on you, this refs? The 44 points were the most the Colts have scored in a game in six years. Trust me, Raider Nation, I'm not done with these numbers, and they get uglier and uglier. Over the last four games, the Raiders' defense has allowed 136 points. That's 34 points a game. That goes back to my tweet. I feel like they have to score 38. And that's just to maybe win. I mean, during the same stretch, the Raiders' defense has allowed just under 400 yards a game. I mean, I'm trying to overwhelm you with numbers, but it just reinforces how bad this defense is. I mean, listen to what they've given up on the ground during this slide. 108 to Kansas City, 125 to Atlanta, 206 to the Jets. The New York Jets ran the ball for 206 yards and then 212 yards to the Colts. I mean, I'm sorry. You can't tell me Malik Collins made that big of a difference in the run game. I'm not going to buy it. Eight different times this year, they've allowed 30 or more points in a game. Eight. Is it any wonder they've lost three or four hearing those type of numbers? I mean, think about it. They are a miracle play away from having lost four in a row. You know, I wanted to see from a historical perspective how bad this defense is. So I looked up the Raiders' defense, how many points they allowed every year since 1960, when the franchise was founded. 2018, Paul Gunther's first year with the Raiders, they allowed a franchise record 467 points. Through the first 13 games of this year, they've allowed 377 points. So the way they're going, they could eclipse that 2018 defense. I mean, the Raiders are a minus 41-point differential right now. I I just shake my head in absolute disbelief that these numbers are from a professional defense. It's really incomprehensible to me. It really is. The Raiders' D gets an F for this game. They get an F for the season. And you know what? They get an F for defensive coordinator Paul Gunther's entire tenure as coordinator. Right now, the biggest question mark with the Raiders isn't whether they're going to make the playoffs, but if they'll win another game. 
Silver and Black don't have a lot of time to dwell on this one because they have a quick turnaround as they'll face the L.A. Chargers at home on Thursday night. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Believe in Raiders podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Dennis Ackerman. Thanks so much for listening, and may all your punts on the Coffin Corner. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.